0: It's the very beginning of May 2020, and this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And while we've lost count of where we are in this work-from-home self-isolation situation, is it week six or seven? I don't even know anymore. We're beginning to make a dent on that coronavirus curve. Staying at home and doing our part might be annoying. It might feel like cabin fever. But if you use that time wisely, maybe getting some new skills, working out, learning how to play music, or maybe just getting through some of that entertainment, the movies, the video games, the TV shows that you swore you would at one point, and then going out for an occasional walk by yourself, well, it doesn't have to be quite as bad. It is very difficult to stop people from going outside in general, though people with COVID-19 clearly need to stay home and self-isolated, at least until it's gone. Staying at home might have an effect on your mobile data, but fortunately, telcos are coming somewhat to the rescue lately, as data increases and extensions kick in across Australia. We've heard it from a few telcos recently, with Optus rolling out double data for select prepaid recharges. Telstra increasing data for its mobile broadband customers alongside its 25 gig bonus data across its network, while Vodafone is giving additional data in the time of coronavirus and sim is getting a little boost as well. And that should ease some of that burden of staying at home, just a little bit, because it means that while you might be dependent on internet access, it might just ease the strain on your home's internet connection, relying on your phone instead. When you do go out, there's some good news at least in regards to paying for things because all of Australia's big four banks have finally joined the modern era and now support mobile tap payments. Westpac was the last holdout and it joined ANZ, Commonwealth and NAB with support for Apple Pay this week, while Google Pay, Samsung Pay, Fitbit Pay and Garmin Pay support is scattered around. And it's not just that paying with cash is passe, but more like it's being refused at more places throughout this whole thing because it's just one more thing you have to touch if you go out outside. You probably don't want to touch more than you have to as it is, and those of us who have to go outside are probably doing what they can to steer clear of others we don't know. But if you do have to go outside, you might want to download an app to your phone this week, as the Australian government has launched the COVID Safe app. As the name suggests, this is largely about keeping people safe from the COVID-19 coronavirus, though it's not an alert system of sorts. You're not going to walk around and have it work like a metal detector, picking up on people who have COVID-19, because again, those people should be at home in isolation or at the hospital getting better. COVID Safe is more about tracking proximity to others who may or may not get COVID-19 later on. You have to be within spitting distance of that person for longer than a few seconds, about 15 minutes actually, and you'll only find out whether it affects you if they Test positive for COVID 19 and then upload their data on the app. That means if you do find out, it'll be in an alert in a few days to a few weeks, and it might not happen because the COVID Safe app is voluntary. And that means people might use it, though others just might not. It works on Android and iPhone, though it's a little more in the background on Android than on the iPhone version. And because it's voluntary, it may not be quite as effective. As of right now, 2 million Australians have downloaded the app, but whether it's in use on that many devices isn't yet known. And that's before you deal with the prospect of privacy and whether it's going to be a terrible app or not.
1: COVID Safe isn't terrible. I mean there's privacy concerns there's problems on ios i think they're overblown but we're not going to see the legislation until mid-may and all the app does is discover who a covid 19 positive person has been within 1.5 meters of for 15 minutes that's handy data but it leaves out a lot of potential infection paths could that give us a false sense of security and lead to riskier behaviour? No one knows. Personally, I'm waiting for version two.
0: That's what freelance technology journalist and commentator Stilgarian told us this week, easily one of Australia's best writers on security and technology, and it might alleviate some of those concerns just a little, or it could leave them well and truly open. As of right now, there's no data to suggest the Safe app works to track and minimise the coronavirus infection in Australia, but it's a fair sight better than the no app we had to start with. And that means you could use it, or you could just wait. Staying home will mean you have little reason to use it right now, but the moment you go out and about, well, it might just be useful, you know, if you're the trusting type. Or you could wait until version 2, as Stilgarian said, though that might be some time off. Maybe if we're lucky, coronavirus will be flattened in Australia very soon, and we won't need version 2 at all. Here's hoping. For now, you've been listening to The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. Thanks to Stilgarian for joining us this week, and a new episode of The Wrap goes online every Friday at Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until then, have a great week. We'll see you next time on The Wrap. Stay safe and take care.